This is Making Her Magic, the podcast. One, two, three, four. A podcast to teach you how to actually adult in life. How to run a business. How to create a balanced mindset. How to create goals, habits, and routines to serve you the best way they possibly can. This is the best advice for the best version of you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Making Her Magic, the podcast. I'm your host, Amy Phillips, and I think it's time to give some hard-hitting motivation back into your ears. This podcast started out being very motivational and aimed at people who feel like they need a kick in the butt or some extra self-love, and then it kind of drifted into more like anecdotal and personal, which I really enjoy as well, but... I do feel like it's time to bring back the motivational side of me and the podcast. So on today's episode, I'm going to be talking to you about imposter syndrome. I'll explain exactly what that is and how it can show up for you and what to do about it. Now, with everything that I talk about on this podcast, take it all with a grain of salt. I want to use this time for a little disclaimer. The last thing that I want is... For you to feel pressured into getting your shit sorted or, you know, like being the best in your industry, that's totally not the aim of the game here. The aim of the game is to feel the most content and the happiest as exactly who you are and in what you're doing. So it doesn't matter what that looks like to anyone else, but I'm here to hopefully inspire you to come to the realization of who you truly are and how you want to live your life. That's the goal for me, and I just wanted to remind you of that coming into this episode. So enough of that, let's get into it. All right, imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is essentially feeling like a fake or like a fraud. A lot of uh, self-doubt and inadequacy will come up whenever you are successful or achieve something, which can make you feel like it was just luck of the draw or a coincidence that's just so happened, happened to you. Imposter syndrome can make it really hard to take a step back and look at your life with a sense of pride, because in the back of your mind, you find it hard to believe Good things and successful things happen to you purely based off your intelligence and your hard work. With imposter syndrome, it mostly affects high achievers, so people who are super goal-driven and ambitious and they chase after what they really want, so hence the feelings of being a phony or a fake after achieving these big goals or milestones that they set for themselves. When you think about it, it's actually kind of sad the way that these thoughts can change how we view ourselves. Like, for example, if I set a goal to reach a certain amount of following or like even revenue for the month and I end up reaching it, imposter syndrome can creep up and be like, no, 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 not today. This was a fluke and it has nothing to do with your hard work or your persistence or your knowledge or your efforts. So obviously you can see how over time, if that were to continuously happen, imagine how deflated I would feel. I'd feel like my achievements weren't valid or comparable to my coworkers. And even though my efforts and goal setting match the achievement and success, it would just never feel like it was me who got myself there. 
I know some of you might be nodding along to this, like, yep, that's totally me. Everything I've achieved so far is pure luck. And, you know, I've just fallen onto this path coincidentally. And if that's you, I've got some tips now to hopefully try and combat this and instead begin relishing in your successes. How often do you feel confused and unsure of what you're doing and where you want to go? One of the best things that Making Her Magic has to offer is the undivided attention and support to our community. For the first time this year, I am opening up one-on-one coaching spots to help you get clear on what you want and how you're going to get there. Together, we dissect and discuss what habits and routines will benefit you and your goals, and you'll create a vision for yourself that will soon turn into a reality with the tools and strategies we put into place. Apply today by heading to makinghermagic.com and head to the one-on-one coaching tab to send me a quick email with who you are and what you're wanting to work on. You'll get a free call before any transactions are made just to make sure this is the right fit for you at this time. I can't wait to hear from you all. There's limited spots available. So if this feels right to you, head to makinghermagic.com today. The first tip I have is one that I used to do annually way back when I used to um, work at a hotel. So it was when I was studying and I had like three or four jobs at once. And yeah, one of them was working at a reception desk at a hotel and I'd often get the evening shift, which was like 3 or 6 p.m. until midnight. So I was essentially just like checking people in until like eight when most people had already checked in and then the rest of the night was pretty chill. So I'd use like essentially like the three or four hours that I had left for my shift to pretty much do my life admin. I'd book holidays and I'd work out my finances and my goals and I'd research like what cars to buy and things like that. As a side note to this, I actually can't recommend a job like this enough if you're studying or if you're in between jobs, especially living in Australia, you're on like 30 bucks an hour or more and you get to sort your life out and, you know, you're not doing a lot of work other than like data entry, you know, like taking in bookings. So that's just a hot tip for you. Anyway, what I would also use this time for is to write down my achievements um, for the previous year. So I'd write an achievements list. Yep. If you didn't already know, I love a good list and I love self-reflection. So that's exactly what I was doing. I'd write down every single thing that I could think of that I was proud of myself for, no matter how big or how small it was. I'd write things down like getting a new job or completing a subject or a year of school or like traveling to a place that I always wanted to go. These things to some people might seem pretty like unimportant or like standard things in life. But by actually acknowledging not only are these things awesome achievements because, you know, not everyone can actually get the chance to even try for some of these things, but it taught my brain to reflect and acknowledge how far I'd come and how I got to do it all on my own. And it wasn't just luck of the draw or a fluke. I'd celebrate that I paid for everything myself and how hard I studied and how I Um, push myself to meet with the right people until I got to my goal. I'd look back at this list and it would make me feel like I could achieve anything. So that's my first tip for you is to do the same. Write down everything that you're proud of that you've done in the last 12 months and see how it makes you feel. So remember not to leave anything out because if you think it's not big enough or relevant, it's all relevant 
and it all deserves celebrating. The second tip I have to overcome imposter syndrome is to ask yourself what aspects of the success or achievement feel fraudulent to you. Is it the fact that it didn't take as long as you thought it would? Or is it because it looks very similar to the way someone else achieved it before you? So that makes you feel like you didn't truly accomplish it. You just copied or like replicated someone else's work. Think about what makes that certain achievement not seem legit to you and dissect why that is. So this might look like you figuring out that these goals you've set and achieved are actually a result of the way you plan and strategize. So therefore, of course, it isn't just luck or a coincidence. It's because of your hard work and planning. The third tip I have for overcoming and beating imposter syndrome is being aware that no one, no one knows everything about everything that they're doing. And those things that happen to fall into place or that you learn along the way that help you get to where you're going, they happen to everyone. So the little things that seem so obvious yet we miss and still get to celebrate achieving, they all happen to us. You can plan all you want to achieve this big goal, but shit comes from left, right and center and there's no way that you'll know absolutely everything that's going to happen. And the times that these things so happen to help you get closer to your goal are not reasons to feel like a fake or a fraud or that it's just pure luck. Totally acknowledge, yep, I had no fucking clue about that, but I guess it worked out well in the end because acknowledging you don't know everything is going to not only allow more people to trust you and be like, yeah, she's real or, you know, he's real and they don't know it all, but they still get it done, but also gives yourself the grace to know and realize hey, I got to where I am from my efforts and I learned a bit along the way as well and that's okay and it doesn't mean that I'm not deserving or that I'm inadequate. The fourth and final tip I have for you to put imposter syndrome to bed is to get perspective. Get perspective on your life and how you choose to look at it. If you found out that someone who you admire in your life or in your work or on social media or something If they came out and said, I've got imposter syndrome, you'd be sitting there like, come on, like no way. You're successful because of X, Y, Z. Do the fucking same for yourself. Change your perspective from looking through this shitty little tunnel vision version of yourself and realize that you've got a whole lot of potential to do whatever you desire. And when you achieve it, it's for a reason. That reason being that you worked hard and you had the knowledge or the skills or whatever it is and sit with that perspective instead of sitting in a pile of fraudulent thoughts and fears. Okay, I hope you got a chance to take some notes or to rewind and re-listen to to some of those tips. I know I still use these tips when I need to and also whenever I'm doing a deep um, self-reflection phase, I always like to strengthen like almost like the good side of my ego, you know, the side that gives you the confidence and and tells you to keep going, not like the shitty side that tells you you're a piece of shit and not good enough, obviously. But in any case, please continue to share this on your socials and with your friends. I'm so grateful for all of you doing that already. Uh, And always remember to be kind to yourself. Talk to you next week.